Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage, and in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. It is time for another episode of Level Up. I'm Daniel. I'm here with Katie as always. Like, subscribe, and keep listening to us because we're not going anywhere. And we're closing in on our first full year of episodes. I think we're up to almost episode 50. Wow. Which would be close to a full year because we, we haven't skipped a week yet. Yeah. I don't think. We're pretty consistent. Yeah. So this has been, um, the last 48 hours or so has been a little aggravating. You just found out that our basketball net crashed into our cars with the windstorm. And yesterday, um, and for the last few days, I've been trying to get a post out of a hole on the side of the house, which is now waterlogged. And there's a skunk living under our front porch. Yeah. Mere days after a squirrel nest and mice living in our roof were vacated. So <laughs> it is 2020. It is, it is Bring one it of those, on. it's one of those, it's not disastrous. It's just one of those frustrating little runs and all the more reason to talk about how we as realtors can do everything in our power to make each other's lives better. And we don't know what's going on with the people who are showing our places or listing places that we're seeing And I can tell you, and I'm sure Katie agrees, that the better we make an effort to do the little things to make the person on the other side of the table's life easier, the better the experience is going to be and the more likely you're going to be to get something done. Right. Yes. So I dealt with a very frustrating situation today, I think, which spurred, well, Part of it spurred this conversation tonight, but um, I had showings today and I was going to an area that I knew that the lock boxes were a complete gong show, the gong shows of all gong shows, (laughs) where (laughs) there was minimal uh, instruction and I knew I needed more because when I go to this place, there was about 50 lock boxes and the instructions just were not helpful. Was it one of those trees or one of those like several no, rows? It was, it was, was it so like it was pile? in Liberty village. So if anybody knows uh, Liberty village, um, on Western battery road, and it's a um, it's a stairwell, so you go down, and I think you it's to get to the parking. But there is two rows of lock boxes, but because those are overflowing, it lines up the entire um, railing up the stairs and then curls around. So there must've been about a hundred lock boxes there hmm. and the instructions were useless. And I tried to reach the agent. And of course there's no cell phone in the listing trying to Google. Well, you know what happened to my cell phone. So that was a whole other story. For some reason, I'm not getting Wi-Fi on my, or not no, Wi-Fi. Getting, I'm not getting, getting cellular, cellular on my phone. Worse. There's no fallback. Which is really frustrating. So I couldn't even look him up. So I'm paging him. He's not, he's not calling me back. I had emailed him earlier today and nothing. So anyway, I eventually found it myself, but um, cr- 
I guess, compare that to the other showing I had right after where the agent had sent me an email the moment I booked the showing and sent me a picture of the lockbox and exactly where it was. And I had a cell phone number right then and there. So the experience was far better. And yeah, that is... And so even though correct me if I'm wrong, you're actually maybe making an offer on the one that was a crappy experience. No, oh, no, no you're not. not. Okay. No. So Screw that one. Yeah, I, I, I think it doesn't dictate whether or not the actual property will be good or not, but I can say from experience when I have a good entry into the, into the experience and the experience itself is enjoyable and I know I'm dealing with someone who has their shit together, mm-hmm. I almost want to see my clients love that place over other places mm-hmm. because you just know that the steps that are going to follow with negotiating and with the offer situation and paperwork and all that are going to flow that much more smoother, likely. Maybe I'm wrong, but you get this taste in your mouth that makes you feel better about working with them. Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about, in some of the stuff we've been talking about recently, about addressing the pain points of buyers and sellers and our clients. Yeah. And how important it is or how helpful it is to you as a realtor to answer their questions before they have them. This is the same thing, except for our colleagues in the industry. Right. We want to know the things that can bug you about going to a listing or having a listing and think about what you can do on your side of the fence to address that so that others don't have to go through the same thing. Exactly. So number one, I think, is the lockbox situation. The whole showing part of of your job, I think, is, is one big category that we can really help our cooperating agents out in terms of letting them know where the lockbox is. If it is a condo, where's the parking? Um, Show them exactly where the parking spot is or the storage locker is another one. Um, That's one where you don't usually get the key, so you're not able to access it. Mm -hmm. So at the very least, if you could have a picture of what the locker looks like and the dimensions, that's also very helpful. Dimensions are clutch. Dimensions something people don't, especially if it's going to be helpful to your listing, Think about the size and what can fit in there and think about what sort of nuances there are to parking spots in condos downtown, yeah, like posts. True. And are you the last one that you're going to have to back out of the row mm-hmm. to get to the driveway? If not, point out the fact that it's located near the elevator, whatever it is. Um and then also the parking situation for the actual agent who's coming to show it. Oh, yeah. If this is a tough place to park in or visitor parking is found a certain way and you can save them finding a green pea mm-hmm. yeah like that's... how helpful is that i'd love it i never get that when i'm doing a showing i'm always just paying because oh, i'm frustrated yeah. and not knowing where to go yeah i mean until you get to know the buildings downtown yeah it's you're pretty much kind of at a loss and and also you don't look very good to your own client as the cooperating agent if you're kind of struggling to if you, if they're in the car with you, you know struggling or or even worse they're falling following behind you and you have no idea where you're going. Yeah. It's just like oh my god. Well, it, it has that feel like I know everybody's different, but you know if you've ever been a waiter, and we both have, or yeah, or, would you call yourself a waiter? Waitress. waitress, right? I knew that a there server? was. A, I knew there was a no, female server. server. Yeah. So yeah, when when we've done that, you don't want to be the one that when something goes wrong that you always kind of blame the kitchen mm. when something goes wrong. But a lot of people do, and I know cooperating agents. If something's not there because the listing agent didn't provide it, mm. 
Even if it's something they could have prepared for, it's right away, it's inadvertently killing your reputation as a listing agent because they're going to say, oh, well, yeah, they didn't tell us where the lockbox is. They didn't tell us where the parking is. I can't, I don't know. And you know what? That is a bad habit to get into because I, I have done that a few times and the reaction that my client has towards that agent and then the whole negotiation right. become, becomes quite soured because they, they think this other agent's being shady or isn't being professional and so they have less trust with the process and the whole experience can be you could ruin it and so so be careful with that that that's a really good sidebar lesson for you as the showing agent and that's a service you can give to the listing agent that they don't even need to know but just biting your tongue yeah in certain situations it won't get you any farther. I don't. I can't think of a situation where it's going to get you farther. Like unless it's a unless it's a listing you know you're not going into and you're trying to build rapport with your client, you still should never do it at the expense of a colleague in the industry. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're probably frustrated, and yes, there could have been more stuff done for you. But like Katie said, all it can do is create a bad situation later if you do get into a. I'm making an offer or God forbid you get a deal done. Yeah. And I've been in this situation where my clients just get angry about other agents because I've inadvertently dropped something Mm -hmm. about them or not even about them, but just, you know, saying, well, I don't have that information. And then they ask a question like, well, shouldn't that be something the listing, listing agent gives you? Do what you can to defend them and your industry. You know, yes, people are going to do things that are, Maybe not the way you would do it, but unless it's got malicious intent, and even if it does, it's still not going to do you any good to badmouth them to your client. Badmouth them to yourself yeah. over a beer at home. Over a beer. Over you cry into your drink <laughs> and badmouth everybody, yeah. but just not to other people. All right. So moving on. Moving on. Um So yeah, so we're talking about showings. Um so we talked about kind of the showing prep. Yeah. Like that's the before you do the showing, all the stuff that an agent can make available to you to get you ready for going there and how to get into the place. Yeah. So now, unless there's something else. No. Now we're doing the showing. Mm-hmm. What are some things that a listing agent can do to put their best foot forward for the showing itself? So I've seen a lot of places that do little notes around the house, pointing things out, whether it's the age of the furnace or um, that a part of the house has been redone and when it, at what date it was redone and what was done to it and giving more specifics on that. Um, that's, that's really great. The more information that you can give as a listing agent, however you can give it, is always really helpful. Because it makes the it, it kind of makes the buyer agent look like the pro a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Like even though the information's right in front, it's like, oh, okay, this is great. I know all of this information about the house that I probably wouldn't have known if it wasn't a bit, like if it wasn't right in front of me. Yeah, and it sh- it shows effort. Mm-hmm. It shows, and it makes it kind of fun. Dare I say, when you're walking around a house and there's little tidbits yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. that. You can find things like I've seen and it doesn't happen that often still. Like when when I see that in a unit, it gives me an immediate right or wrong confidence that the listing agent has really done the work to understand things. And you as a listing agent 
want to highlight the things you want to highlight. Yeah, and it 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 goes further when you like. There's one thing to put it in the listing itself, the listing details, but a lot of times people don't really pay attention to all of those specifics. So really put it out there, put it on the wall. You know, that's the best way to put it out there. Yeah, for people to recognize. Yeah, like when people's eyes are drawn to things. Mm-hmm. Again, answer their questions if you can, or give them answers to questions they didn't know they had because there's stuff you want them to know and they probably wouldn't know it. Even like you said, even if it's in a a MLS listing or on a A landing page or or something, you know, people have to look for those and find it. But when they're in the showing, they're actually inspecting the place and this is your best chance to send those messages to them and convey the spots and things you want people to see. Yeah. Um, Also, when people are booking a showing, I know both of us with pretty much all of our listings try to send out something Mm -hmm. with like the showing confirmation or that. Like things like you were saying where it might give details about the lockbox and and all that stuff and the actual showing information, but also a bit of a feature sheet um, up front that gives some some prep that really hooks up the showing agent with stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that's the intent at least. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So in addition to features about the house, talking about the neighborhood, pointing things out a lot of times, especially these days, there's agents coming from all over the place. They might not have a good sense of what's in the neighborhood, where the closest grocery store is, all those kinds of things. So making sure to point that out, whether it's through a map or just kind of giving general you know, walking distance, like how, how much it takes to get to a certain place mm-hmm. can be really helpful. Yeah. And it, it goes beyond, I find, especially if you're downtown in condos and stuff, it goes beyond school districts mm-hmm. and, and I, that's important and all that and, and bus stops and all that. But think about the things that you know your buyers ask. What's going to be built in front of this balcony? What's that construction site over there? How many floors is that new condo going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, all these little things that if you can point that out and it's helpful, you're going to get ahead of things that people sometimes have their own stigmas and walk away because they just assume things without knowing. Right. Yeah. So think about all that. Think about, again, with condos, think about pet rules. Um, yeah, well, condos is a whole other. Yeah, I guess. Well, we're bouncing. Ball yeah. ga- ball bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> what is it? What is it? I was like trying to talk like three times, and it was condos is our, a... bleh. Um, blah blah blah. No, no, no. But we can get into that. Like condos, there's so many. There's so many things when it comes to condos because there's all the rules where, uh, like, where the amenities are. That's a huge thing. When I walk into a condo and I haven't been there before, who knows? The co- the amenities could be on the third floor. They could be on the first floor. Um, they could also be on the second floor, right? And especially with COVID, you're not able to go and to actually take a look. So if you're the listing agent, if there's a way you can get your hands on some photos of the common areas to put on your listing and to let people know about them. Um, or if you can even do like some places you can actually look into the windows of the of the gym versus <laughs> not so able creepy. to get it. No, you know what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> you like you can you can like see through the glass what the gym looks like or what the pool looks like. Whereas there's other places that you can't do that. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times my clients just want to be able to see it. They don't have to go in, but um, you know, all those little little things just to keep keep 
people in the know about the building itself. Yeah, that, do, do what you can if you're doing photos and video, do what you can to get to as many places as you can. Like mm-hmm. we mentioned, you know, parking spot and storage locker. You don't need yeah. a professional photographer for that. But yeah, the amenities. Like even the, the cost, like guest suites, how much it costs per night, um, the party room, how much it costs to rent out the party room, um, all of those things. Like it's funny how buyers are so interested in all of that information. You Often you don't think they are, yeah. but it's it's an exciting part of, of owning a condo is all of the fun amenities you get. And although a lot of people that are living there currently don't necessarily take advantage of them all, um, as a new condo buyer, it can be a pretty exciting thing to know that you can rent out a party room or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, and, and then even the lesser exciting stuff, but stuff people should know, like, where do you put your garbage? You yeah. know, like things like that, especially if we we don't have to just talk about condos. But like when I look at some of these townhouse complexes mm-hmm. where it's just rows and rows of homes and people aren't putting their garbage on the street or if the condo townhouse corp is centralizing garbage a certain way, like the more that's one con- comment uh, or question that I get at condo townhouses more than anything is what are these common expenses yeah. covering? Yeah, like I'm true. paying three, four, five hundred bucks. Why? I'm still paying my hydro, my gas, and all that. Mm-hmm. What is the common thing? They're the the thirty square foot patch of grass in front of my yeah. house. So know that it covers, you know, the snow removal or garbage or whatever. Landscaping. Landscaping, yeah. Um, or maybe there's a common area park that's just for that area that people yeah. wouldn't know. So just being knowledgeable, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, the biggest percentage of, of your job is to be knowledgeable about it. But what a lot of people forget is to share all of that knowledge, not just to have the answers, make it available yeah. to people. Well, and just think as the listing, as a listing agent, when you're going through with your own buyers, what are the common questions that you get and what are the ones that you struggle with answering? And so, and, and start there. Um, utilities is another one, not necessarily, well, in condos too, because a lot of times, um, buildings don't include all the utilities, but um, knowing how much hydro is a month, obviously it depends on usage, but the amount of times I've asked listing agents that and they're like, well, well it all depends on usage. It's like, okay, that's, that's really helpful. Thanks a lot for that. Like, <laughs> no. no, but that's what, that's how they react. It's like, why are you asking me this question? It's like, well, my clients want to know they're also paying utilities every month. That is an extra added cost on top of the mortgage payments. So like throw me a bone here. Give me an average. Don't have to like, I'm not going to take your exact word for it. Jeez, man, calm down. Okay. (laughs) But I mean, I've seen, I've seen like, (laughs) I thought she was done. I've gone into listings where there's a binder there and it's got the home inspection. It's got the past few months of utility bills. Um, it's like, if it's a condo, it's got the status certificate, like all of these cool things. And it's like, this is amazing. And steal the ideas, people. When you see something cool or something that you say, shit, I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah. You now have. Do it. So good segue here uh, from what you you. were just saying. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, The best place for you to get a lot of this knowledge and a lot of this stuff that you want to know, like how much is hydro or, or what's good in the neighborhood or all that, is from your actual clients. Mm-hmm. When you're listing a property, if you're not asking your clients, what drew you to this home? What have you loved most about this home? 
you know, what are some quirks and nuances about it that other people wouldn't know, then you're not doing your job. Right. And don't just ask them. And if you can, don't just copy bullet points from them, but actually get them to put some words down to help you because no one is going to market a place like the people who have been enjoying it for years and years and years. Yeah, exactly. So, well, you saw a neat thing and it was actually printed within the feature sheet of, yeah. a, of a place. And this is, yeah, this is why it's it's a double segue because we were just talking about stealing ideas. But yeah, there was a big feature sheet and lots of pictures and all that. And the most drawing thing that was in there was a letter from the seller mm-hmm. saying, this is my favorite part of X and I love doing this. And there's a really cool coffee shop a couple blocks away where all the neighborhood people go or things like that and all these little things. And they allude also to a lot of these communities now have social like online communities Yeah, where the moment you're there, it's like a little fraternity where now you're part of this group. Make that known mm-hmm. or, or I mean, there's so many different things you can do, but let people know what sort of community they're entering. If this place is really strong for neighbors who take care of neighbors, that's something you're going to want to let people know and find that out from your seller. Yeah, or talking a little bit about the neighbors. Like if you're moving into more of a family-oriented community, knowing that the neighbors have you know, a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old or something like that. Like that's something that a lot of people ask about. Like, how are the neighbors? How do you interact with them? And knowing that there's likely a good relationship there, it can be really helpful too. It is a little bit of a complicated situation. Not that we're going to go down this road for this. This might be another podcast. But there are situations where your seller will give you information that's not great. Also, and I don't mean stuff like disclose that there was a flood or stuff like that, but things like I don't get along with my neighbor. Yeah. And so it's still important for you to find out as much as you can about everything. And it doesn't mean that you're using that as marketing material. You're not going to put a little note up that says the next door neighbor doesn't like the current owner. Yeah. Right. But it helps with your understanding of how to present the place and little things you might need to know. Same thing if there's tenants in the home, Mm -hmm. make a relationship with the tenants, understand what their situation is and and get them on your team because you need them to be on board to make the the showings enjoyable for people coming in as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The more (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, like star. Yeah. (laughs) That That's was, all I'm thinking about right was, now. <laughs> really? I know. We should have a little The More You Know. So I remember that on NBC Saturday mornings. Was it Saturday mornings? The More You Know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the tune. Bling. Yeah. Yeah, no. It was the star that went across the screen. Yeah. With like, yeah, like a shooting star. Uh, I've got all these other things stuck in my head now. You just really ruined this whole podcast. <laughs> now I've got the guy, you know which commercial I'm thinking about now? No, I don't. My friends say I don't wash my face and I oh, eat too many chocolate God. bars. But I don't think so. Uh, I just wish they'd see the real me, man. 
Ugh. Now he's going off on a tangent. I'm going off on a tangent. You're singing. Well, no, I'm just kind of wrapping it up with the more you know. The more you know and you can share with the buyer's agent, the better off everybody will be. I, I mean, I can sing another song about like... You can. Heal the world. Make it a better place <laughs> for you and for me. And the entire, <laughs> the entire human, human race. race. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Well, we can do this, the same messages across the board apply if you're repping a buyer as well. So you've probably represented maybe a potential tenant who wants to look more or even a potential buyer who who's in an offer situation and they write sure. a letter. Yeah. You know, sometimes they say, I love your place, yada, yada, yada. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, we've had a few situations where um, recently where people have written letters and they were able to get the place, not because they were the highest offer, but because they had a great letter that convinced them that they were the best. They had they had dirt on the seller. That's what it is. (laughs) And they wrote a letter saying, "I know what you did last summer." Not comfortable with it, which is totally fine. I think respecting your buyer's privacy as well. You don't have to disclose everything and but you have to be careful with that just make sure you get their consent um prior to you know disclosing all of their well if they're writing the letter i hope no with a, yeah if, if, you, letter, if the letter. you write a letter forging your no, buyer no, no no but a lot of times like you'll um you'll you'll put together like an email like what i'll do is is put together an email saying like you know this is a little bit about my clients mm-hmm. kind of that's thing. what i do too yeah, yeah. I've, I've never actually had my clients write a letter i know lots of people do i've had a couple but i've had a, a few that have also said no they'd rather not write a letter so it's it's up to them you should start doing video yeah i guarantee that's gonna happen one day I feel like, yeah, that's a good idea. I've never seen that before. But for a seller or a buyer, like, hello from the future. Hello from the future. Well, I just just picture going into, like, a listing and there's, like, a TV in there, like a laptop on a loop with the owner. Like, hello, I own the place. Let me tell you all about I'm kidding. Oh, it's that old. Oh, you mean from the seller's perspective? No, I'm saying from the buyer. I meant from the buyer. I'm just... No, this yeah, if the seller the was like in your living room, in the living room talking on the TV, I'd be a little freaked out. Well, think about how much it sucks when you go to a showing and the seller is there. Yeah. It's or the worst. Yeah. Well, yeah. like when it's somebody who wants to walk with you and oh, wants to like point out past. things and you're not there to be smothered by the person you're maybe making an offer to. So again, if you're a listing agent, do what you can to also educate your clients about what will result in the best outcome. Mm-hmm. So if they have lots they want to say, that's great. Put pen to paper. Don't let them sit in the Chesterfield and watch your clients as they go through. Chesterfield. Hmm. The Chesterfield. The, sit on the ottoman. With your slacks. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my grandma. With my, my corduroys. My, my nana used to say slacks? Chesterfield and slacks. Hmm. I'm trying to think what else she used to say. The roof. The roof is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> the roof is not on fire. Um, oh okay. I'm, yeah. I'm wrapping you up. We've, I'm like, I've got like a cane right now. Not a cane. You've like got a, a hook cane. Going around your neck. Like, I'm not the on. one doing the talking. I, I am. Slacks and Chesterfields. <laughs> All right. Well, there's lots more, but that's up to you to find as you deal with your clients. Yep. Because yep. the more you know, 
the better you'll do. <laughs> the better you'll make. No, but yeah, I think the main thing is try to make the process as easy as possible for everybody involved, and you'll find that. <laughs> Sounds like such a so so. Just make the process as easy as possible for everybody. <laughs> And you'll be successful. Just do everything yeah. for everyone. No, just again, it goes back as you started this whole podcast. It How goes did I back to the pain points. And we often identify the pain points of our clients, identify the pain points of the other agent, and life will be grand. <laughs> Are we high? Maybe. We we had some really spicy Thai food and it was like really. We ordered mild and we got like the opposite. It's like. Our whole family's mouths were like. We were all sweating. I still can't feel the inside of my mouth. Maybe that's what like, I feel like we're kind of like mumble talking. (laughs) I should have let people know that as a disclaimer before this episode. Probably. It's okay. We'll be fine. Nonetheless. This has been another wonderful episode of Level Up. (laughs) And uh, I trust that by this point you have picked up what we've thrown down. Hopefully you don't drop it. And uh, we'll see you again next week as we close in on the end of our first year of sweet science. Sweet, sweet science. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Level up, 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 level up,